0: You are listening to the weekly Q&A session we call Splunk Talk, episode 7 for July 16th, 2010, Gleaming the Data Cube. On today's show, we'll talk about speeding up reporting with summary indexing, how to make Apache friends with Syslog again, and a whole lot more. I gotta have more cowbell. Splunk Talk, writing answers without a doubt, Splunk Talk will help you. Talk, the whole world about.
1: Splunk talk.
0: Splunk talk. Welcome to another awesome episode of Splunk Talk. We're all spread out today. And uh, where is everybody? Jeff,
1: uh, you were, where are
0: you today?
1: I'm in St. Louis, Missouri.
0: That manly voice is Jeff Blake, uh, our fellow friend out of Chicago, Illinois. What are you doing down in St. Louis?
1: We have lots of customers, and uh, I am at a customer site right now recording our infamous Splunk Talk Friday morning show. Do they know? They do. They do, and they support us fully. Fabulous.
0: Fabulous. Speaking of fabulous and fabulous hair, Maverick, how are you?
2: (laughs) Hello, everybody
0: i swear i need to find out if it's a real laugh or a fake laugh because there's no way i can be that funny hello <laughs> hey.
1: that hey. was funny I try. speaking of fabulous i didn't even I write Not it. equate fabulous to maverick's hair
2: <laughs> you know you you had
0: it it's michael wild here down in austin tech is a splunk ninja we are back for another episode of splunk talk just a quick reminder Email splunktalk at splunk.com to have your questions answered on air. A lot of places you can go to get questions answered, but this is the only one where we'll actually talk about you in public. All right, let's get rolling. Let's get rolling, Jeff. You must have something brilliant, I can tell. I do
1: have a good question uh, from a customer. In fact, from a St. Louis customer. They write, I created some searches and reports to get some Web Analytics uh, reporting things like uh, max bytes by client IP, top page views, things that typically show up in web logs. Uh, and he says, "I'm finding the searches are taking a long time to run when I increase the time range. What's happening, and how can I make it faster? I need my dashboard speedy!" Exclamation point. I'm just. Reading.
2: They all. We always need them speedy.
1: <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it? Wouldn't
0: it? Be started with an upside-down question mark and ended with an upside-down question mark? I
1: don't know. If you're south of the Mason-Dixon line, yeah. possibly yes. <laughs> Perhaps. I,
0: I, got, I got some feedback on this. In in a couple of versions ago, I think it was somewhere around 3.3, Splunk's engineers came up with a concept called summary indexing. And a lot of times when you do reports uh, in Splunk, you might you you might report on, you know, as you were talking about um, some web analytics stuff. And when you do a search, Splunk's going to retrieve all the raw events and then, you know, summarize them right there, kind of on disk and memory while you're computing. If you go over a long, long period of time, let's say over a month or a year, you're going to be retrieving the raw events just to summarize them for you. So summary indexing is a cool feature that you can basically set up a search and you pipe it to one of our summary indexing commands like si time chart and si stats, and then you run that, let's say, every five minutes. So if you were going to do five-minute averages on page load or five-minute averages on bytes by client IP, have that run every five minutes, generate the summary index, which is a massively reduced set of data, then all you have to do is wire your dashboards into
2: searches based on your summary index, and you're speedy. That's very, very cool. Hey, you know, another thing you could also think about doing just along the same line is you could also maybe have uh, like all the web uh, events in one separate index, like its own index. As it's coming into Splunk, you index it into its own web index or something instead of the main. And then, you know, if that's all you're searching against, possibly that could speed it up as well.
0: All right. I got one here. Go. I installed Splunk on my HP UX server and then enabled and configured the Unix app to, to gather local HPux or HPUX data. But I do not see any events displaying in the app dashboards or when I search for events. What's the deal with that and how do I fix it?
2: All right, so I actually helped somebody this week with this exact thing. So I'll, I'll say the reason is, is because right now the Star Nix app does not uh, have logic in the scripts to support AIX or HPUX right now. Um, So you, but you, but there's nothing stopping you. Just like we, just like you learn with Splunk early on is there's always options, right? So you could totally go into the uh, Splunk home slash Etsy slash app slash Unix directory. And then the bin directory underneath that, which is, you know, when you download the Star Nix app or when you install it on HPUX, it's going to, that's going to be there. So you go into the bin directory, you'll see all the scripts that is, you know, gathering all this information. So you just can edit those scripts and you can add in. Uh, into the structure, the if-else or case structure there, um, uh, apart for your uh, HPUX uh, kernel. You say, you know, if it's this HPUX kernel, then you just put in, you know, the the equivalent commands to do the different things like top or VM stat, IO stat, uh, all those, all those things that you would do by hand normally, that the uh, Star Nix app is doing for you, and it's uh, and it works beautifully. And I've, like I said, I helped a, a customer this week with it, and they're totally rocking and rolling with it. But for now, you have to do it by hand. Eventually, we'll probably be adding more things in, like for AIX and HPUX, in the future.
1: Yeah, is that? Are you saying? Would a shorter way to say that be to say that uh, most of the scripts and our scripted inputs uh, directory for the Nix app? Um, run a little differently because HPUX at the shell is a little bit different?
2: No, uh, in some cases maybe, but in other cases I just think that you know we just haven't tested it as much or something maybe, or I, I'm not really sure why, but it, it, you can put it in and you could probably copy from one of the other, other segments and, you know, but yeah, if
1: the command is a little different. So, I so guess we may have it. other, we, we may have that same issue, say, with, with AIX or with some Correct. weird Linux variant that might run Shell commands slightly differently. It's That's not a big different. deal. Scripted yep. input is just that—it's a script, and you're free to change those as needed, as required, and it's uh, it's really not a big deal. And um, uh, like I said, the the Nix app is really really valuable and powerful. And anyone that has those uh, boxes should should be using that app.
0: We got some stuff coming up. Just as a reminder, uh, we've got Black Hat, which is the super cool. Security conference, Black Hat Digital Self Defense, uh July twenty fourth through twenty ninth in Vegas. You always got to love conferences in Vegas,
1: especially in the summer.
0: Yeah, what, what? How hot is it supposed to be there?
1: I'm checking Yahoo Weather, and it says one hundred and twelve degrees. That's really not that hot, is it? It's a That's dry,
2: freezing. Heat. It's freezing. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> it's one hundred and twelve Kelvin. I have to it's wear my not coat. Really-
1: it's not really where you'd want to wear a black hat, I'm guessing.
0: Perhaps. And then to uh, to go somewhere where it's even hotter, not actually, San Francisco in the summer, August 9th through 11th, uh, our weekly reminder of Splunk's first Worldwide Users Conference. going to be a fun time. A bunch of us are doing sessions. So I believe the... Uh, one of the attractions at user conference is going to be a beer truck, kind of like an ice cream truck. So we'll see how that works out, and we'll have a lot of and knowledge and general silliness.
1: There's going to be lots of cool stuff there.
0: What else do we got, uh, Maverick? You got any questions today?
2: I do, actually. Um, I have about Red Hat Linux, so you guys ready? Yes. All right. All right. Says, this guy says, I have Red Hat Linux server running Apache. And I've set it up to syslog all the events to Splunk on port UDP 514, you know, the standard port. However, I'm only seeing HTTP error log events. What's going on and how can I fix it?
1: Well, that's interesting. I actually had this very problem this week on site with a customer. And it was something that I probably should have known having been here at Splunk for over two years. But I guess I never really ran into uh, Apache on Linux using syslog to, f- to uh, move events into a Splunk index before. And the, the key is the default distribution of Apache on this particular version of Linux uh, only picks up the error log for, from syslog. Uh, it does not let you pick up uh, the, the HTTPD logs. So it was a, a frustrating 15 minutes until we figured that out because uh, we were seeing um, locally, looking at the, at the HTTP logs, there was plenty of activity, lots of users hitting the website, and yet nothing coming over syslog except the occasional error uh, or warning. So there's a couple ways to fix it. Um, ideally, and what we ultimately did for this customer, was to inst- install a Splunk forwarder and then um, explicitly configure the directories that had the HTTPD uh, as well as the airlog and a couple other things. So that was that was our preferred way. There's there's other ways as well, um but I'll let uh I'll let one of the other panelists uh pick that up.
0: You know, uh for this podcast, we actually well, we use Apache as the web server and we also use Splunk in the same configuration Jeff just described as a forwarder streaming data from the splunk.tv website uh which is kind of cool, but I also was, you know, just doing a little looking on the web, and there's a way, uh, the, I'll put a link uh, in the podcast where you can add a hack into Apache that um, is provided on O'ReillyNet's website where you basically can wire a Perl script into Apache to take the HTTP access log and send it to syslog. It's not, it, it's not an option at all in Apache, which is kind of strange. But uh, you can pop in a, a script and, and really make it all work. So it's always good cool. when, you can o- when you can overcome that stuff.
2: Yay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> My favorite <gasps> segment, what did I learn this week? What, if anything, did I learn this week? Uh, this, of course, can be about Splunk, anything randomly technical and, and all of that. Uh, what do you got, Jeff?
1: I learned that we have uh, an awesome backbone of uh, customers in the st. Louis area I still haven't left yet because it's been such a great week here. Last night we had our first our inaugural Splunk user group in the st. Louis uh, gateway region. we had people driving from as far away as southern Illinois uh, we had a, a carload of folks from State Farm come uh, they were in the car for over three hours just just to just to attend our, our user group. We had a bunch of other local customers. Um, it was at uh, Mama's Sweetbread Cafe on Natural Bridge Road. Everybody had good food, good drinks, uh, meeting a lot of fellow Splunkers, and uh, we were able to show them some demos and get people interconnected, networking, and uh, we're, everybody's fired up to have our second one um, in uh, September. Nice. Oh,
0: wow. Very cool.
1: I'm definitely coming to that one.
2: Okay. You got you got to bring your guitar. I'll bring my guitar, and then also I talked to a couple other customers from St. Louis uh, this week, uh, just on the side, ones that I'd visited, you know, a couple of years ago, and told them about it. And they, and it's funny because the reactions of both of them were like, "All right, I'll just that's I get the next month." Like they were kind of the expectation is like it's next month. So that's cool that they that they would have that expectation. So we need to get to that point, right? That's that's just right around the corner.
0: Have we done one in Dallas yet? Nope. We got, a new one, totally. Totally got to do one, Maverick. Totally. Totally. Yeah, you, me, and
1: Lamar will get down there, and I'm coming to that one. You know, hell's
2: yeah. Okay, let's do it. So, uh, so what? So what? I learned this week. Um, just to let you know is uh, I, I worked with a customer that had Splunk FreeBSD BSD uh, seven two, and they wanted to know if uh, you know if it would work with Splunk FreeBSD that runs on six which is what we have on our download page. So I found out that you, if you have the compatibility libraries for 6x you can or with 6.x you can run it on your 7.2 FreeBSD. So I thought that was kind of kind of geeky but kind of cool. Um, didn't know that before. And also just to let you guys know, I am up one level again, finally, on Splunk Answers on answers.splunk.com. I'm up to number 13 again. So I'm very proud of that. I'm approaching. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Approaching approaching a thousand reputation points. Can't wait to... that's gonna be a very big milestone for me when I get there. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> A Whatever. thousand. We'll have to present you with the key to the city of, um, I don't Gerald, know, maybe the key to the city <laughs> to Alpine, Texas, perhaps you ever been there That's or Nixon,
2: Nixon, Missouri. Sure. Yeah. Or Alpine or he said, Missouri, <laughs> any one of those. Yeah. Missouri, Missouri. Yeah. I used to, I used to live in St. Louis, so we used to call it Missouri That's and far-de-far, far-de-far, highway, far-de-far. Fardy far, 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 highway, far, Farty far. So I've
0: been working with my friend Will Hayes. Will Hayes is an all-around fabulously smart awesome. dude, and he is. Extremely the, smart, yeah. He's the author of the Splunk for Cisco Security and Splunk for IronPort Web Apps. Uh, for Splunk, so of course you know, uh, if you got Cisco gear, check it out. It's really a pretty kick-ass uh, app. But one of the things that I found, so there's, you know, earlier in this podcast, um, we talked about someone who was having slow dashboards because they were reporting over a huge amount of time. And I mentioned you could do summary indexing. Of course, summary indexing will do a massive reduction in the set of data. And that's a periodic thing that you run on on a, well, periodic basis. There's another way to do something like that, and Will calls this data cubing. And really what it is, is he has a saved search in the Cisco app that runs every day at midnight. And what it does, it takes and accesses all of the results from the previous day for the Cisco gear, and it caches it on disk um, as Splunk does caching and search. So when the dashboards load, they don't redo the search they actually paint right. the UI based on information that's in the cached results. And it's kind of a, a cool way to do really fast painting of dashboards if you can have a situation where cached results are satisfactory for your use case. So, you know, I, the thing I really like is there's about, you know, 50 different ways to skin the cat in, in Splunk and... um You know, even having been here for four years, I'm constantly learning something
2: new every day. So, very, very cool. That's cool. Hey, hey, um, I'm gonna be cooking buffalo burgers this weekend.
0: Actual buffalo burgers.
2: Yeah, buffalo patties. I got some at at Costco or something last week. It was really good. I'm gonna do it again. Awesome. No buffalo, not cow. (laughs) Okay.
0: Well, that's about that's about all. I don't have a buffalo (laughs) sound effect. So, anyways, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with me, Maverick, and our good buddy, Jeff. As always, email at Splunk.com to have this discussion continued on air. And check out Splunk Answers as well.